you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. Good evening, Armenians, Armenianettes, Harry, Harry, welcome to the best night of your lives. Let's welcome the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. 
Wow, what a crowd. What a crowd. I'd like to welcome and thank our uh, acting comptroller, Aaron McGathy. Oh. Hi, I'm very nervous and insecure. Don't be alarmed. Uh, just, Jeff just texted me. Uh, if you're on stage right now, turn off your phone. <laughs> I'm already failing. Well, with advice like that flowing in, how can you? Uh, uh, don't worry. Aaron also is my acting girlfriend. Uh, we, we've talked about it on the drive up here. We're, we're, we're both absolute consummate uh, preparationists. <laughs> we simply just, we Someone really... Someone said that we invented a word. Yes. We, <laughs> we actually sat down and said, what will the word be for people who prepare a lot? And, and we said, let's stutter as we say it. Right. <laughs> we, it was all planned out, every experience. This is the inception of, of uh, talking. <laughs> Everything's planned out. If you, you'll, you'll record it, and you'll go back over and go, no, the van backed over as they were slaloming. It works perfectly. What a jack movie. I, can we admit? No? Oh, okay, no. All right. All right. I, hey, man. I am not Napoleon. I am a, I am a populist. I'm, I'm Obama. If you, if you don't like, if you like something, I like it. In, inception. Mwah. Three dreams at the same time. Couple notes. What? Start, they start that movie two dreams deep. Yeah. I, I want to I wanna be like, I wish I could use the N word. It's like, N word, please. Like, what? It's a fucking movie about dreams being real. Give, give me a taste. Just like, don't assume I'm stupid, but. Uh, <laughs> it's dramatic music. Yeah, yeah. No, but give it, like, step into it. Every pool has stairs. Like. <laughs> You just you wander in, like like show me the, an example of a dream, and then a guy being in the dream. Go like, hey man, you enjoying that soup? Yes, I am. It's delicious. You know what I love about it? It's so real. Psych. <laughs> You're dreaming. Ah, ah, oh, I thought that soup was real. So, in conclusion, sir, I think you could use my services. <laughs> You're hired. It's in the way that you use it, uh, and then and then and then and then do the credits, and then and then in the credits, like reveal, like okay, there's a little call to adventure, like we're two dreams deep, and then have the threshold be we need to go three deems, dreams deep, baby, or three deems. That's never charismatic when you like forget the R in dreams. It makes you that makes all of you go. I should be up there. I can say the word dreams. Well, the wizards behind the curtain, no longer. The emperor's <laughs> clothes are here. Which is the name of your autobiography. Both of those things. Two I got a little sidetracked, and I, I, I want to make a promise to you that's not going to happen tonight. Uh, <laughs> Harmontown is, uh, for those of you who have uh, not been here nine, ten times we've done this, it's a, it's a town meeting. I think that's very clear from uh, from the description of the show, which is now going to be a weekly podcast. And uh, yeah, seems like that deserves applause. It's a, it's a thing that seems like when a comic says, I just had a baby. And then half the time they didn't. You ever notice that? You notice yeah. comics, they always say they had babies and then they, they just, they're just taking you for a fucking ride. Had a baby, and you go, and you go, AIDS. Dan does, uh, thanks, Dana, Dana Gould. <laughs> you didn't have a baby, Dana Gould. 
Dan does exclusively observational comic comic humor. Yeah. In keeping with my meta sensibility that got me fired. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a comics comic. Comics comics comic. It's it's like the first scene of Inception. Hard to follow. Labyrinthine. You know, like Back to the Future. No. That movie started with a kid who wasn't time traveling. I don't mean to shake my cane at you, Christopher Nolan. Did he direct that? I don't know. David Finchman? Batman? Who directed it? It doesn't matter. Let's hear it for Back to the Future. Tonight we wanted to, the concern was that Aaron is stepping in for Jeff so that the, the, the night would, my, my fear with uh, people that are couples, entertaining people, is that it will devolve very quickly into a kind of Regis and Kathy thing. Well, it's so hard Whereas you youngsters, Regis and Kelly. <laughs> you love me so much, so you were worried you are going to be distracted by my beautiful yeah, face. Yeah, that it would be saccharine, or that we'd go, remember that time you did that? No, you no, did it. you said but you know, uh, I, 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 so I want to. I think that saying that out loud will keep that from happening. I'm well, probably let's just, wrong. Let's, let's forget it. Okay. For now. You're so cute. You're so cute tonight. Uh, you look very handsome. Look how thin Dan looks. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. See, it's not happening. This isn't. This isn't a morning show. You all should see how thin uh, he looks underneath those clothes. I see how he looks naked. <laughs> because we're dating and we're so in love. <laughs> Am I doing this right? Yeah, I, 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 you gave me a flashback when you said, uh, to, to this morning we were having breakfast and then uh, breakfast turned into like breakfast 3 p.m. On, on each other's bits. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the, uh, we were having breakfast this morning. Somebody said, "Oh, you look, you look like you lost weight," and then I lifted up my. I went like that. That's what the guy at the bar did. Except you can do it. You're fi- I love you guys. But this guy did it. I was like, get out. I got up out of a booth at a restaurant. And then somebody said, oh, you let go. where'd it go? Where's the tummy? And I said, here it is. <laughs> and this guy at the bar went, he was talking to his friend. And so you have to, I have to, you have to rewind, put the playhead where I lift the shirt so, so, and that you'll know where I, I do it. But so I'm rewinding. Now you're from, this is like Inception. <laughs> Knock your chair over. <laughs> Whoa! I, that, that always wakes you up. Where? What are the suitcases with the things? Come and on, guys. Page, what is Ellen Page's role in that whole movie? She's learning how to do it. She never does it. She never does it. We're alienating them, honey. They love Inception. I love. I a lot of them. Great. A lot also of them left a lot of Rotten Tomatoes reviews that they're deeply ashamed of. <laughs> But they gotta fucking stick it out. Three years later, you can't fucking let it go. You're so the you... same way about Goodwill Hunting, you little fuckers. <laughs> How many of you own it? Did you buy it? Fuck you, buddy. I'm sorry. No. I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry. The- <laughs> I'm sorry, mixed signals, I'm sorry. Thank you for being honest. Fuck you for lying, all of you. Because none of you own it. Wait, no, you were all honest too. You didn't raise your hands. Thank you all for being honest. Fuck me for not liking Goodwill Hunting. It's a great movie, listen to the name. You like those apples? <laughs> hey, hey, no, no, answer the question. Do you like apples? I, I, yeah, fuck you, you fucking dork. So we're at 
that little dog. No, thing no, you... no, just answer it. Okay, yes, I like apples, which, for, okay, you're putting me in the awkward position of having a stance on fucking apples. You're an idiot, uh, but yes, I like apples. I just got a phone number. How you get I don't, please, you're embarrassing yourself, me, my parents, humanity, giraffes. <laughs> Any errant spy drones passing over. Every, the thermograph of you is embarrassing. <laughs> Holding a phone number, bragging about it with the apple tea up. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not, you don't give that movie an Oscar. What you get from that is 10 more movies like that. Mm, saving uh, the Rebecca's Dreaming. The uh, uh, good silvering. Logline, uh, logline for saving the Rebecca's Dreaming. <laughs> to, uh, to, to Rebecca is a small town girl who's been in the big city. She's coming back. They're, they don't have loglines. They're fucking pieces of shit. They're, all they have is a special font that looks like on Golden Pond. That's all they have. Good will hunting. <laughs> it means nothing. That's dumb. You can't just string words together. Robocop. Fuck you. Awesome. Oscar. Where's the Oscar for Robocop? Thank you, gentlemen. And lady. Uh, so we're at Little Donzy. Lift up your sweater. I lift up my shirt, and the guy goes, so I put the playhead back to, uh, I get out of the booth, and the guy, I go, so th this is the guy, and uh, so I gotta, I gotta tell you where the camera is. Okay, this is, you're, you're me, you're all of you. I'll you play myself. You just lifted your shirt. Uh... So uh, he's talking to his friend who's identical. Uh, they're both like, they're both built like me. I don't know if it's important to say that. Like they, they both look they like both burly, look like, like they're really good bears. at pool. Uh, and that's not a compliment. Uh, they look like guys that's like, I don't know uh, what, what's, what Trevor and Joey are skilled at. And then you play pool with them and you're like, oh. Oh, they're good at pool. They're good at pool. Oh. All right. So, uh, so the guys at the bar at this restaurant which is two feet from the booth. I stand up. Someone says, you look like you, where's your belly? Where is it? I can't find it. That's a that was nice me. thing to say. <laughs> oh, some lady. <laughs> the, guy, a, the guy said, uh, fucking gross. He looked it's, at my belly. He said, fucking gross. And, and, and he, he, you don't blame him. Who cares? My theory. This is a morning show. There might my, as well be coffee in this cup. Uh, I, my theory on that guy is that he was uh, and is homophobic. So he saw a man lift up his shirt and he didn't want his buddy to think that he liked it. So reflexively, he was like, that's gross. I don't like. I don't like taking someone. I would never suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good girlfriend, at any rate. Like, 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 the guy called me gross. He just wants to fuck you. <laughs> That's a good girlfriend. Well, that's my that's my explanation for anyone who's ever rude to me. So, uh, so stop trying to fuck me so hard, um, mom. My mom's dead. Uh, Here is uh, not a good girlfriend. Uh, you woke me up at five forty this morning. Uh, you weren't awake. You decided that in your sleep, you were having such a great dream. Uh, but I, she, I, well, I was awakened at 5.40 a.m. to uh, Aaron saying, Dan, Dan, Dan! Uh, oh, fuck, shit! And she goes, look, look, get it, you gotta do it, hold up the stick, look at the stick! And she's pointing in the corner of the room, and I, what's, what's the stick? And she goes, the microphone, hold up the stick! You have to do it! And I, I went, okay, I'm holding it, and she went... <laughs> And then at 7.40, I'm like still, two hours later, I'm like staring at the ceiling, worried about my finances. And every 
once in a while, she's like, <laughs> so like the stick dream is amazing. It's got like, it's got like a comic figure in it. Like Charlie right. Callis comes out later and, and as the as the stick guardian. Raise your hand if you know who Charlie Callis is. There are uh, five people, six people raising their hands. Most of them are our friends. Because they've all gotten drunk with Jeff Davis and he's made you watch Charlie Callis on YouTube for three hours. Uh, Charlie Callis is this incredibly unfunny comic from... Oh, come, uh, sweetie. He's dead. Oh, he is dead. He's a dead, unfunny comic from the uh, 60s and 70s who, for no reason, just makes nonsense noises in the middle of explaining stories that no one cares about. Uh, Why don't you give us an example? Uh, Charlie Callis' impression is impeccable. Can I get can you oh. give a suggestion for an activity that Charlie Callis might talk sure, about? Sure, sure. What's what's an activity? Pool. Pool? <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, me and my friends, we went to the pool hall, and one of them grabbed a cue off the wall, and I was like, <laughs> and then he took the pool and it, or it t- took the pool ball and put it on the thing, and I was like. <laughs> Wait, what? There's a phone call? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I it doesn't make sense. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie... ring, ring. Hello? This is pool calling. <laughs> and then we all went home. Uh, thank you. Oh, I said yeah. thank you before yeah, good job applauding that, because uh, YouTube Charlie Callis is dead, but his wife, Rebecca Callis, isn't. I'm sorry, honey, come on up here. Yeah. My husband and she is comes out, uh... and she's just fucking crying, and she just blows her brains everywhere. But as she's blowing and her just... brains, she says, like, I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill, I'm going to It'll be so funny when you Google it. <laughs> So Aaron and I have a uh, perfect relationship, which is why, and I also Aaron has a podcast about relationships, uh, because, you know. Do you remember the name of it? It's This Feels Terrible. All right. I just wanted you to say it. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did someone boo? No, well, they're booing your, uh, your, uh, your awkward approach to integrated marketing. Right. They're not, they're not, they're not booing your that. podcast. They're booing, like, if Calgon came in and said, that sounds like a clean situation. <laughs> Then they no, go, boo. If you, for, thank if you, you, Calgon, for sponsoring Harmontown. <laughs> uh, fuck you for shoehorning it. Sure. Should we talk about... Oh, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. You're saying we have a perfect relationship. Right, right. That's the facade. <laughs> so this is like Sherman's March or... Uh, I never saw it. Uh, it's like Inception. Uh, <laughs> you think it's a dream and then the, the perfect relationship is going to turn out to not be perfect. Um, like Inception. Like, like the guy eating the soup is going to turn out to... Uh, fucking that movie. Really, you guys are going to just stick to it. You just love it. You're just going to die for it. Like, if I come at Inception with a Bowie knife, you're going to just fucking, like, you're going to... Me, the creator of Community. That doesn't doesn't give you pause. There's no loyalty. There's no Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker moment where I'm like, Father, please. Your emperor is killing me. You won't pick up Inception and dump it into a fucking laser pit for me. Then <laughs> you're Ewoks. That's what you are. You'll, you'll da- sing and dance. You don't care if fucking the, your moon of Endor is taken over by the Empire or not. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I got no use for you. Just don't cook C-3PO. 
I haven't seen that movie in a while. I think they were going to cook C-3PO. In soup? I don't know. I don't know. He sat up and they're like, oh, he's a god. That movie fucking bite a dick, too. <laughs> fucking Ewoks. Everybody knows it. You guys are almost too young. It's got to the point, like, I, when I came out to L.A., it was like, if I, if I mentioned Star Wars, oh, my God. Uh, now, now you're all, and this is what I love about you. You're beyond it, like racism. You don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> You're watch, you don't wear watches, you don't have landlines, you don't give a fuck about George Lucas, and, and the idea that black people uh, uh, can't swim is boring. Uh, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't, it's not funny, it's not shocking, it's not, you're like, who cares, again with the black people, fuck you. I'm a quarter Apache, and fuck, I got, I got a Chinese guy growing out of the top of my head. I'm, I'm half hologram, I don't, uh, even, if, even if I'm thoroughbred Eskimo, I still don't give a shit about your dumb racial humor. What are you, Don Rickles? Fuck you. Uh, and that's, those are the things that I love about you. Uh, uh, but uh, you guys should know, since you're so young and so beyond it, did you, that Return of the Jedi movie, those Ewoks were supposed to be Chewbacca's. All right, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about it. Wait, were they Can you really? imagine a planet of Chewbacca's? I know they're called Wookiees. I guess I'll research this on my own time. I didn't realize that before. Yeah, how badass would that have been? Wait, oh, you mean originally they were little Chewbacca's? I thought you meant that they were going to be Wookiees. Who's someone's muttering something? I've I've incited a nerd rage. (laughs) (laughs) It's valuable. It's valuable. Who's who's muttering? Who's muttering? Over here. It's okay. What are you What are you saying? It would have been like the holiday special. Oh, uh, like what? The Ewok? You think the Ewoks would have saved the holiday special? You think that would have been? No. I just wanted to get you married. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll buy you a drink afterwards. He just wants to have sex with you. It's just. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Thank You're you. Welcome. Rhetoric Coffee is a subscription service delivering the best coffee you've ever tasted. That's not hyperbole. Rhetoric Coffee commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive is a special life and is a unique, organic work of art. Feel good about drinking ethical coffee for once in your life, you horrible monster. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artists. The relationship with their artists allows the artists to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. Everybody wins. Except Afghanistan. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking what they are selling. Now, people at Rhetoric will tell you that their coffee is not conflict coffee. I'm not totally certain, but they, they, they keep protesting that it's not, which makes me wonder whether or not all of their coffee is conflict Go to rhetoriccoffee.com, sign up, and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. F-E-R-A-L is how FERAL is spelled. Just volunteered that for you. Spencer, did you know that all of me undies are made out of Rhetoric Coffee? Yeah. That's that's how they get their underwear so soft? That's how they get that distinctive crunch. Whoa. This is synergy. That's Rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, you post-Trump millennial illiterate. Um, Rhetoric is spelled with an H, like rhesus monkey. Oh, yeah, that clarified it for you, because you're so fucking smart, dipshit. That's Rhetoric, R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C, coffee.com. Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Only available on the dark web. Next to a picture of of Adam Baldwin's balls. Uh, 
All right. Uh, I'm, so uh, we asked you guys for to ask us for relationship advice, uh, questions, relationship questions, and uh, here's number. Here's the first one. Here it comes. All right. Here it comes, along with a sound effect. <laughs> there's the relationship asaurus uh, descending from the pleistocene of romance to uh, Jesus Christ I'm sorry no wait no it's 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 time for a question <laughs> alright there's a little bit of overcompensation here you've probably Erin's insecure about filling in for Jeff she she brought an iPad soundboard uh, I applaud it. I applaud effort. Thank you. Uh, That's why I love Inception. Because <laughs> it tries too hard. <laughs> and you, if you, and if you guys don't like this, then you're hypocrites. <laughs> because I don't want to be the Inception of girlfriends. No, don't. Uh, no, just the soundboard is. Uh, it's it's the. Uh, if I was a movie, what movie would I be, girlfriend wise? You, Citizen Kane. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus Christ, get out, get out, get out. Pull up. Uh, Citizen motherfucking Ken. So, so with your friends and colleagues, you say you love it, but alone you hate it. No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, I got it. No. Uh, or, Orson Welles directed it. It's, uh, some people choose to not understand it, and I say fuck you to them. Over pie. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number one. Uh, it does. Uh, it makes no sense. <laughs> no, you're calling up the information. Uh, what? <laughs> justification. Is, is the information in 1973? Why am I using a rotary phone? Uh, question number one. Uh, what is the significance? Oh, God damn it. Uh, what is the significance of a man slash woman's relationship with their cat? What's the sig- oh, well, that's, uh, that's, that's important. I, because you I, have I, a very close relationship with your cat. Yeah, cats are about, I, don't, I, I would kill the music. I don't want to give notes during the show. I'm sorry, I'll stop doing sound effects. Oh, my God. I, it's, uh, uh, I no, thought it was going to be a different sound. No, it's fine. It's, it's fine. I want to see where it's going. It's fine. <laughs> I, I didn't, I, I, we talked about this. You, your job is not to be Jeff Davis, so this is a whole new thing. She's got an iPad full of sound effects. <laughs> Let's just go, everyone. He's trying to explain something to me. Uh, it's, I, we're fine. We're, it's, a part, it's part of the show. Podcast. It's, get off the stage, audience. Stop poking Dan. I've never had to do this with 200 people at the same time, but guys, she's really cool. I swear to God. That was the last one. Dogs require discipline on behalf of humans. I think that, and I don't want to use bad words like arrogance and ego. Confidence would be a better word. You have to have your shit together to have a dog. So if the guy or girl that you're interested in, whoever wrote this question, is a dog person and you're a cat person, then I think what you have to understand is that you might be prone to act like a little baby in the relationship. You have to stay on your shit about that. Uh, the, 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 I, I, yeah. 
I think cat people to own a cat is to say I don't want responsibility to an, to the animal kingdom. It doesn't mean that you're incapable of taking it on. It's to say I'm not ready for it yet. I don't want it yet. People that have dogs are going like, you know what? I got my shit together. I want a fucking uh, a, a, a animal to uh, walk around, and uh, I'm going to be the sunshine and rain in its life. <laughs> if I if I forget to look at it, it's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Uh, if I don't tell it a pillow isn't a sandwich, it won't know. Uh, I, I, I might have to hit it. Like, all kinds of weird oh, shit. Yeah, well, don't. Hey, don't. Whoa, whoa. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't spend 500,000 years slowly warping the genes of a wolf. Don't, don't, don't come crying to me. I like cats. They're brand new. They, just Egyptians just invented them, like, a thousand years ago. But I'm happy to make this announcement. Dan is buying a golden doodle. See, good, thank you for holding your applause until you got verification from me. It may take a little while. We, we researched the kind of dogs that uh, I might get if I was going to get a dog now that I'm fired. And uh, <laughs> I, I, community was my dog. Uh, it has sadly stopped fetching my slippers. <laughs> and has, in fact, taken to pissing on my face in my sleep. <laughs> and having panels at Comic-Con without me. Which I Dan, what, while that was happening, how, how did you uh, react I to started that cleaning my weekend? house. Uh, it was just for two days, I just started moving boxes around. And I was, like, muttering things like, mm, sounds like you hated nerds. <laughs> And then I just was like, and then I, I would find out I made a shelf wrong, and I was kicking across the room like, ah, fuck, I hate my fucking life. I, just, I, 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 I'm a wreck. I am a, uh, the show broke up with me. It dumped me. You know, when you when you dump somebody, don't awe me. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't mean don't do anything. You can do whatever you want, but I, I just I don't don't feel sorry for me. I'm not saying these things to elicit pity. It's a confession. I need to get this off my chest. I feel warped and bad and petty about it. I'm right. I, 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 uh, outside, I smile at people and I go, you know, they drive by and go, toot toot, you got fired, whoa! And I go, good morning, Ralph! <laughs> I guess they wanted to go in a different direction. <laughs> Just taking out the trash. It's my duty, you know, to, uh, to keep a, keep a, keep a smile. I'm, I'm bummed out. Uh, oh, it's okay. Show. Yeah. What if what if they took your baby? What if they came in your window and took your baby? You'd probably just fix your up baby? your house. You'd probably start cleaning your house. <laughs> Working on your shelving units. And every once in a while you'd you'd find out that for the third time you had the Home Depot guy cut it a tenth of an inch too long. And so it still doesn't fit in the fucking thing. And they just you just erupt into things like, Why don't you have shelving units? Why don't you fucking fire me then? Uh, in fact I will tell you. I was trying to move my chair. All right. So I was trying to move a reclining chair. Can you, can you just kill the music, though? Oh, I'm so sorry. I, mean, I can't hear it very well. I mean, I swear to God. <laughs> Jeff never does this. He just, he, he, you know, he's very He discreet. also never blows you. <laughs> On the weekends. Do I tell her? 
uh, 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 stepped on each other's. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Right. I, 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 I had a, I had a dream. The, the, I, the, weird, the weird thing about the 5:40 wake up is I was in the middle of a very intense anxiety dream. But in the dream, uh, Aaron and Jeff and I were on mushrooms. I haven't told Jeff this yet. He's out of town. Uh, and uh, I, in the dream, it was such a vivid dream. And I was in a rage. I'm surprised I wasn't like shouting in my sleep because in my dream I was constantly angry and so stressed out. In my dream. Jeff and my girlfriend and myself were on mushrooms and, and like hanging out and having a good time and at, and at the end of a big fun three person mushroom trip uh, Aaron said guys you know what this is going amazing like let's just do this <laughs> let's just I mean, call me crazy let's just do it and I was like Free what and Jeff was like yeah I know what she means let's fucking do it <laughs> Lord. We've been we've been thinking about it. Let's Sounds do like it. you've been thinking about it. And, well, obviously, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's an anxiety I have, so I got go, and I'm in the dream going. Uh, I only get to play one character. I, I, I I'm going like. Uh, no, I don't want to look at my friend's dick, and I don't want to watch him fuck my girlfriend, and I don't want to high five him while I do it, and I. <laughs> I could go on and on for the reasons I don't want to do this, but I'm sorry, guys. And then, and then, the, but then that—that's when the dream like started, like when, it, when the nightmare kicked into high gear, because the rest of the dream it seemed like hours, you know, you know, like in Inception, like like time slows down. It's a really, it's a really. You should rent it. And, and, and give, give it a chance, guys. So uh, I was awoken from that by my girlfriend going, "Pick up the stick with the microphone." <laughs> Yeah. Everyone's having a great time but me. I sound like the best. Uh, really quick, when I, when I saw Inception in the theater, um, I saw it with a couple you of friends. You were 12. <laughs> My mom had to take me off of her breast, and she showed me to the... She, she held, held me you up and screen. said, one day you'll get this. <laughs> When I saw Inception at the at the ArcLight, and the last shot of Inception, uh, it's not really a spoiler, is the, a shot of a top turning, and you don't know if it's going to fall over, which would mean that he's in a in, not in a dream, or if it's going to keep on spinning, which means he is in a dream because he finally gets what he wants. The credits started going up, and a woman behind me said, "Oh, here we go again," as if the movie was about a demented top. <laughs> And the sequel, here we go again. Here we go again. Like, there was and a that woman, woman, that woman walked out going, Inception's great. Was, <laughs> I, I, you know, fuck you guys. You're among uh, dummies. Uh, Aaron McGathy text messages. Scrolling back to the night. Uh-oh. Uh, I was trying to move a chair through a doorway that was too narrow for the chair. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the most entertaining story of your life. <laughs> also, there were buttons nearby. <laughs> the wise, the walls were cream. Garrison Keillor. No. <laughs> oh. How Arthur many more people Cher are going to be in this town? A, an item of much recompense. <laughs> the cushioning was. Oh. Forgiving. Uh, Sean Connery's Garrison uh. Keeler impression is uh, it is right on. It is right on. It is right on. Most things in Lake Wobegon don't react all the bullets. Uh, 
I'd really like to not get sidetracked tonight. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. So, chair, you're trying to move... Uh, I was trying to move a chair. Everyone, uh, buckle in. He was, was trying, trying to move to, a chair. It's a character was... study. It's funny. I was trying to move a chair through a door. Uh, the, the, the chair... I really, lo- I really think I came out of the gate swinging at Inception, and I fucking... I think that's the goal... Of, that's, that's the moral of tonight. Like, I fuck... I really fucked myself. No, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. I, f- I wish I could take it back, man. I wish no, I could like that fine. movie. I wish someone could incept into my head... <laughs> the idea that that movie is like RoboCop because uh, <laughs> looks like a lot of skiing to me. Yeah, those dreamscapes weren't very cool. It's like a. Did you say dreamscape? The original Inception. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> they all came row. together. The Dreamscape Club all came together. <laughs> all of that's my cool. colleagues in the back. Like, yeah, that's what it's like to have a 27-year-old girlfriend. By the way, I'm 39. I'm like, let me show you the real Inception. <laughs> Dennis Quaid in Dreamscape. And then he just shows me his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, uh, but his dick is a dream within a dream it's, it's crazy it's crazy I look at it and I see myself naked in science class and then I see myself skiing <laughs> with dicks for poles <laughs> the worst uh, would, the, would we be really low to the ground like crouching but then, the, but then the dick looks up and goes I'm the architect <laughs> it's my dream that's why the balls have different hair on them <laughs> And then Ellen Page says, I have no reason to be here. There's no reason for me to be here. I was in Juno. That's it. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt says, I thought I was in a better movie than this. I did pretty good in this movie. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abuse this overvalidation. Uh, and then Leonardo DiCaprio said, I love yachts. Is that because of Titanic? No, 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 no. I, I mean, we can all agree that Leonardo DiCaprio is a bad person. I mean, there's probably somebody here. I mean, come on. He's got to be a shitty, terrible person. He's an okay actor. You can see it on his face. He's a bad person. Like, when people, when he's at charity events, deep down inside, he's like, I don't, I don't really care if people die of cancer. I have a yacht. <laughs> he loves yachts. <laughs> And models. You can't trust people who love yachts. Yachts shouldn't be around. Are you basing? Are, are you, <laughs> was he ever on a yacht to your knowledge? Yes, he was on four yachts. Wait, what? At no, the same he, time? No, no. I, <laughs> I feel like every time I've seen a picture of him in a magazine, he's with a different uh, starlet on a yacht. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, Blake so, yeah. Lively uh, on a yacht. Gazelle uh, Bunchen. Uh, you know why I think he's on a yacht, baby? He probably just wants to fuck you. Yeah. I'm a good boyfriend. Probably. Uh, all right. There's someone who's not laughing at everything I say in the back. Look, hey, man, how can it happen? <laughs> I do I'm that sorry, too. Babe. I do sorry, the babe. same thing. A lot, of, I, a lot of the fights we have are because we're the same person. You're as dishonest and narcissistic as me. And I, I, uh, I also play to whoever, whoever's not laughing. <laughs> There's a, there's always a guy there's always a guy like like there's a couple people who are like I thought you were gonna make up a new sitcom for me I don't know I don't know what I, I and I don't I don't blame you I, it's ten dollars and I'll I'll see you after the show I'll how about uh, the male and female version of the same person trying to do a show together one is dressed like his best friend and he just explained that he wanted to have a three way with his best friend. <laughs> All right, all right, so uh, so I was trying to move a chair through a door. 
the the and I uh, I, 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 I took off my shirt because I was sweating, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm shedding a few, but I still look ridiculous with my shirt off. So she came upstairs and she saw me standing over this chair that I couldn't get through a doorway. I look like a just a bad like. I was playing this game of Tetris with one piece, like trying to <laughs> flip it. It's just like coming out. I was just like I'm drenched in sweat, and I've taken off my shirt. And I look like a, a, a community uh, theater version of Stanley Kowalski. <laughs> and, uh, I had tried to move the chair through the door every conceivable way. It's kind of shaped like a whistle, this thing. I like can picture like a whistle. Do Is they have it? whistles now? Or have those made obsolete by Wi-Fi? Is there like a... Do they still wet on the football field? They're like, no, you use a laser now. You shine it in their eyes. So. I don't know. I don't follow sports. I, maybe the whistle... You don't have the whistle, Gene? Kids, there's a whistle... Uh, I was trying to figure out... If I put the back through... It was a very narrow doorway. It occurred to me, I figured out one angle, and I said I shared this with Aaron because I trust her and love her. Thank you. That's the end of the story. <laughs> Next question. Why are you so pretty, Aaron? <laughs> Weird. Uh, I don't know. It's my spirit, my good spirit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she actually does work as a replacement for Jeff Davis. So like, so, do, do you have any stories about the time you ordered milk and the chef said thank, thank you? you. Uh, thank you. All right. No one ever orders milk. No here. one ever orders milk like that. How did you learn to order milk? I just, I don't know. No, I just, were you, were you born milk special? Thank you. Thank I guess, you. So I guess I was. I don't know. I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, uh, I said, I'm going to have to take the door off the hinges in order to get the, the chair through. It almost makes it through. I got to take the door off the hinges. Aaron's immediate response, uh, don't do that. It's a two-man job. Have you ever taken a door off the hinges before? Uh, and tried to put it back on. It's a two-man job. It's harder than you think. I go, it's screws in some wood. It's a fucking door. It's a door. I've No, I've never, to be perfectly honest with you, I've never taken a door off its hinges and then put it back on. Well, it's harder than you think. <laughs> well, I Aaron, taken I didn't actually hinges. ask for your help, and even if I did, I don't think telling someone to not to do something is helping them. I don't. I find that to be uh, uh, very discouraging. And you actually. definitely said it as sweet and reasonable as you're saying it now. So she goes, well, I'm going to go out drinking again. Is that we're going to go out fucking. I'm going to go out fucking again. Oh, no laugh. I'm so sorry. I was kidding. I didn't say that. I was going out to karaoke. I'm so sorry. Don't pollute the story with bits because the truth is funnier than uh, You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, You're going to go out drinking in the drawing room. You left. And I, I'm like, oh, fucking door. So it's a, like, she's right. It's kind of hard to take off a door by yourself, unless you put a fucking thing under the door. It's like cartoon logic. It's like, why is it hard? Oh, because the door. If you take a screw, the unscrew, it'll start to fall off the hinges. Oh no! What am I gonna do? What am I? What am I? A fucking fox? Am I a beaver? No, I'm a primate. I think I'll go get a thing that's as high as the door comes off the ground. Put it under the door so that when it comes off the hinges, it's resting on that. Ta-da! And I took it off its fucking hinges, and I put the chair through the door, and I uh, I, I put the door back on the hinges, and I sent. Uh, my uh, drinking girlfriend uh, two photos, one of the uh, chair in the room that it was too small so too big to get into, and the other of the newly intact door rehinged and ready for closing or opening. And I said now, I, now so you wanna, you'll be me and I'll be you. Alright, so you be me, I'll be you. Uh-huh. 
It was probably a two-man job, but you probably forgot I have the power of ten men. <laughs> I had no idea that Tim Allen had cloned himself, and there were 50 Tim Allens in the... Well, yeah. you... Yeah. All right, let's just read it, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. Aaron. <laughs> it probably was a two-man job, but you probably forgot I have the power of ten men. That's awesome. I'm legitimately impressed. I don't want you to be impressed. I want you to be supportive of me in in the face of adversity. (laughs) Or, or I guess you could fire me and tell everyone that I did it inefficiently. Jesus. I'm sorry. Pay attention to the punctuation. Jesus, period. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, period. I love you, period. All right. You really did it, period. Pause. Sorry, I was trying to save you heartache. Lesson learned, no punctuation. Twenty 20 minutes later. Uh, Are you mad at me? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) It's not that crowded here if you want a drink, exclamation point. (laughs) Just me and Kimber. (laughs) No thanks. Very tired. (laughs) Okay, period. You sure you're not upset? Question mark? I don't have enough energy to be upset, but I can't take away the same shame you feel for not believing in my door powers. That is, that is shame you are putting on yourself. Ha! Dash, dash. Okay. True. Is it okay if Kimber stays in your guest room? That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> oh, this is this morning. Yeah, this is the morning. Unimportant. Yeah. He left. I woke up to an empty bed, so I texted him. You can play Minecraft in here, smile face. <laughs> Oh, does nobody need to hold up the stick anymore? Because that, that's why I was downstairs at fucking 5.40 in the morning. Hold up the stick. I'm like, oh, fucking three-way loving dream bitch. Uh, I'm going to go play a video game where, where my name, efforts are rewarded in a linear fashion. That's, that's the name of my 70s metal band, uh, three-way loving dream bitch. <laughs> And then She's Dan, a three-way loving <laughs> dream, dream bitch. She likes <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch. Speaking of which, I'm wearing this sweater to honor the fact that the air conditioning is working in this room. I'm sure you guys are. It used to get sweltering hot in here. The fact that I can wear a sweater up here is amazing, uh, and we owe that to... I believe we owe that to... Well, we owe that to everybody at Meltdown Comics. I, they, they're, they're, they don't have to. This place is always packed. They could tell you to go fuck yourselves as a customer. They have your money. They have your devotion. 
but they choose to uh, adjust the climate at the expense of thousands of dollars to them. They want you to be happy as well as uh, lucrative. Let's hear it and the good people at True Value. Yes. True Value. Did someone say True Value? <laughs> <laughs> we, I, we, we make hardware stores, not slogans. <laughs> True value. All right. And butter. I have some more. It's bigger uh, than milk. <laughs> and twice as yellow. <laughs> Better than pee since 1940. Butter. Just do the do the question. Break Sorry. it up. Because it, there's people in the back who's like the the charisma zone is here. Like these people get splashed. It's like a SeaWorld show. So they, they feel the brine and the shrimp on their faces. They're like, I fucking love whales. Like, can I get can I get a whale hat on my way out? I love whales. Then it's not um, until halfway the drive home. They're like, what the fuck was that? Bunch of whales. The people the, as you go further back, there's people in the back that are like, what the fuck's going on? This guy just talking to his girlfriend about fucking whether his ass is fat and. Fuck these people. I just I don't know, I'd it. fire him too. You don't have to uh, keep. I guess I do that to get that reaction. I, <laughs> I also probably did some stuff to get fired. I'm sure I did. Like, I never, ever, ever did anything they wanted me to do. Like, right. I, they always were going, they were like, hey, you, you, should, you should have Martin Short on the show. You do think it'd be like the Three Amigos with Chevy Chase. Okay. I'm on it. Shh. <laughs> so how's the video game episode coming? Uh, they, didn't, they didn't like me. I didn't listen to them. Uh, I'm not a hero for doing that. That's childish. If you ever have a television show, you should uh, clean your plate. Do your show. Do it the way that they want you to do it. Otherwise, you won't uh, get to uh, make a television show anymore. <laughs> You'd just be hanging out. If you like television so much, do you do it right? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> but my relationship is perfect. I'm not here to give TV show advice. Wait, are you raising your hand, sir? This is, well, this is important. What, well, you just reminded me. Was, I had heard at one point the video game episode was the, <laughs> was, that, was that ever the case? Wait, wait the, what? The video game episode was what? Video game ever. No, 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 no. It's, it has. A, he asked, "Is the was the video game episode ever the finale?" People, the, the big fans are like the 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 production codes of the episodes, like the numbers uh, 320, 321, 322. Sometimes we shuffle episodes, and those are a tip off. We do do that, uh, and, and like like because we do we do make and and it is a disservice to the continuity of the show. Sometimes we go like, "Well, 313 is a happier episode. We're coming back from a break or whatever." We like shuffle it a little bit, and I always tell people when we do that, and then on the DVD, I, well, I have no control over it now, but they, they're supposed to correct that on the DVD. In the cases of things like that, the production codes of the episodes, like with the Christmas episode that was stop animated and that video game episode, we tend to just give it the latest uh, production code number. because I, Why? I, I'm not necessarily sure it has something to do with just giving it, like, because like, it's like, that's a post-productive intensive episode. We're going to get to that. That'll be the last one that we finish producing. Let's just call it 322 for instance. And then the other so it's, it was never uh, there was never it was, uh, I would never do a finale like with just them playing video games I would do it with a guy going in a cardboard box and turning into a flash of light because uh, I'm a genius 
Uh, anyway, so, so uh, uh, very odd of you to just blurt out that question. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, there was no problem with it. That's fine. It's it, okay. di it didn't turn into a rape or anything. It's, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's, uh, it's alarming to people when someone does that because it's possible then that you could just start raping people and no one would be able to do anything about it. So the, 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 the whole feeling of social order kind of collapses. There's 200 people. If you all just charged me, you could kill me. Right. If you all just started talking or eating peanuts, even if you all ate peanuts in unison, that would be like a form of uh, absolutely, it would overpower me and I would, I would, I would, you wouldn't be able to hear me. Also, uh, when you Dan have all the power. So, like, with apartheid, like, I need you to not know that. <laughs> I need to delay that realization that you guys are in charge. Hi, I'm Jeff B. Davis from Harmontown, sitting here with uh, Spencer Crittenden. Hey guys, we're here to talk to you about rhetoric coffee. Are you guys coffee drinkers? Are you junkies? Do you get up in the morning and you're, you're just no good until you have that cup of coffee? Or do you just like to sweat a lot and get the shits? Yeah, no, that second one is definitely me. I like to sweat a lot and get the shits. Does that apply to this ad at all? Uh, strangely, yes. We're talking about Rhetoric Coffee. Rhetoric Coffee doesn't just give you unwanted diarrhea. It's the best subscription service coffee you'll ever taste in your life. Rhetoric commissions original art directly from comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive has a special life and is a unique organic work of art. I, we got this flat, like bag right here. They, they, they gave us bags of coffee. I'm like... This is me crinkling a bag of rhetoric coffee. Look, I'm opening it right now. Oh my god, it smells like heaven. It's it smells like it smells like being like a like a like a angsty teen. He's Spencer is actually eating full coffee beans right. Those are good. <laughs> oh, dear god. Those are great. Oh, somebody call the police. Not only are they fun to chew on, you could probably make coffee out of them. And you get to feel good about drinking that coffee because it's what I call ethical coffee. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artists that put the art on the bag with the coffee in it that Spencer is now currently chewing. Oh, yeah. Everyone wins. <laughs> You're a fucking monster. <laughs> their relationship with their artists allows the artists to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. Everyone wins. Everybody wins. Everyone wins. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking what they are selling. They're getting high on their own supply. You know, they say not to do that, but it's also, I guess, a mark of quality in some sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go to a drug dealer that doesn't get high on his own supply. That makes me feel like he doesn't believe in the product. It might not be good business sense, but it's definitely, you know, a good product. Yeah. Go to rhetoriccoffee.com and sign up now and use the promo code FERAL, F-E-R-A-L, for a 30% off discount. <laughs> go to FERAL. F-E-R-A-L, for 30% off. Your first roast. You, ne you never forget your first roast, Spencer. I, I never will. The first roast is the deepest. That's R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C coffee.com. Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Coffee so good, you can chew it. What were we talking about? Uh, you, uh, we're going on to our next question. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, next question. Dan, do you believe in love at first night? At first night, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Freudian slip uh, at first sight. 
uh, discuss. I'm gonna say well, I'm gonna say no because I, like the definition of love is. I believe that people who end up like happy together forever, uh, you can trickle back and find out that they, when they saw each other, they were into each other like at an intense level, unshared by any previous relationship. But that that might be coincidence. I because I think that love is true. Love is. Uh, you uh, number one, you you die for the other person. That's a hard one to. That's a tough uh, order to fill. Uh, for I, uh, real? Uh, well, there might even be like degrees of love. Love, <laughs> Roman numeral three. Okay. Uh, but 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 also like you have to be well when you love somebody you have to be willing to endure their bullshit that that high fidelity monologue about uh you know you're not allowed to compare the women that you see on the street to the ratty panties that are hanging over your shower curtain i'm paraphrasing uh a better writer than me but 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 uh you you the, that monologue i'm making is, a curtain it's, <laughs> The person that you're with every day, as you say when you eventually marry them, it's the for better or for worse thing. You're taking a vow not because you want to like, what it turns into in Western society is we just like hold hands and go like, all right, now promise for real, except unless we get a divorce. Okay, go. Uh, It's really supposed to be like, uh, no, because you're going to be shitty sometimes, like I'm I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to average things out now. (laughs) I'm not going to base it on whether or not every date goes perfectly. We're not even going to date anymore we're gonna have breakfast together and it's like you're gonna be in a bad mood i'm gonna be in a bad mood and you know i'm gonna want to hit you with an iron uh jesus uh, uh, we'll talk later but, uh, uh, I, I wish you I'm would really... iron more i hate that i have to do all the ironing <laughs> and that you stand there and watch me with your head in a head holder and i just i love my head holder uh it's perfect for nothing it's perfect for nothing it doesn't can you, exist can you draw out the reading of the next question so i can get a drink uh yeah i'm holding i'm covered in questions uh, uh here we go let's see bagathy can you make this work here it goes it's coming out and there it is all right A bad girlfriend. Ooh. She has her moments. Uh, like the lamb allergy lie, which we'll get to in just a moment. I don't think it's going to be very fun. I well, now I, I feel like it has to be. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a long story. No. Um, uh, once upon a time, Aaron pretended to have a lamb allergy. <laughs> just to get her way. The end. <laughs> they yep, lived that's... happily ever after? Question mark? <laughs> next uh, next I, question. I, <laughs> what's, the, what's the question? I'm reacting you, to you saying a uh, question mark. Oh, we have a very happy that. relationship, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I, 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 I just... I, I just no, try to make the nice no, people no, no, happy. No. I just go, go want back them to, your, to go back to your ex-girlfriends. You guys had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine. I'm sure no one will have me. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's like dating myself. It's the fucking worst <laughs> and the best. 
so arrogant. I'm, I'm not going to defend our relationship. It's passionate. It's Again. passionate. <laughs> I, 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 there are crimes of passion where someone cuts someone's head off with a chainsaw. It's a crime of passion. I'm, well, I'm passionately Dan, in love with you. I may decapitate you <laughs> at some point. I mean, Dan, you're my, I want to say in front of everybody, Dan, you're my best friend. Uh-huh. I love Tron. <laughs> And I love attention from strangers, gentlemen. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't put your shingle out. Because at Harmontown... Uh, this, this is apropos of this uh, line of uh, conversation. I've been with my boyfriend for eight years. I love him, but we fight all the time. What should I do? <laughs> Wait, is that for real? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, marry him. <laughs> You've been like with him for eight years. If you're, if you're asking that question, you're looking for someone to like fire a gun at the starting line that's you getting out of a relationship. You don't ask that question if you... Not if necessarily, because if you fight all the time, like, a lot of the times like people... Like, but why I, would you ask that question if you weren't because happy? Because other people are constantly going, you know, you guys fight all the time. Like if you and I were on a desert island, I wouldn't know that I, that I fought with you all the time. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm just interacting with you the way a mommy does a daddy. <laughs> the way I understand it. <laughs> and then my f- sane friends go, Jesus Christ, you guys hate each other. Like, uh, do, do, does, does the person that uh, wrote that down uh, want to retain their anonymity, or can you answer a couple questions by shouting out? Yeah, you, just, just simple. There okay. are 20 guys in the audience that are uh, about to throw up. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if you want to come up, come up. If you're if you're okay with that. Come on down. This would be a good time for a sound cue. Here it comes. Here's the sound cue. Here it. <clears throat> sorry. You can you can take the. I, I'm sorry. First of all, I'm sorry, sorry about my girlfriend. Sorry. Sorry. Sound effects. Sorry. Uh, welcome to the bottom of the sea where. <laughs> Or, or, or the inside of a uterus, whatever that sound effect was. It's comfortable. It's cozy. Uh, your name is, ma'am. My name's Tiffany. Tiffany. You gotta call her a miss, bro. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know that code. I don't know. Call uh, always, gentlemen. Always call uh, young women miss. All right. When you get called, ma'am, it's a bummer, right? No, go ahead, call me, ma'am. I don't. All right. Thanks for selling me out. Sisterhood. I'm wearing. Back me up, man. I don't know. Uh, All right. So I'm sorry. What's your name, young little 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 tater tot? <laughs> My name's Tiffany. Tiffany, right? You already oh, okay, said that. Okay, got it. All right. Uh, mnemonic device. <laughs> Tiffany gave us Epiphany. Epiphany that, that her name was Tiffany. Uh, <clears throat> all right, Tiffany. Uh, uh, so you're uh, is he here? Yeah, he's. Oh back Jesus! There. Well, that's. Very mad that I wrote that question. Actually, <laughs> but, but we why? Little, we had a little why? fight about it. <laughs> Be right. mad. Yeah, of course. You guys. Are, yeah. Well, that's what Aaron and I fight about fighting. So, so, so. <laughs> Tiff- uh, Tiffany, you're 26. No, I was like listening to what you were saying, and it felt exactly like when she said, "You can, you can play Minecraft in here." I'm like, "The I, I think I've texted that to him before." Yeah. <laughs> because, okay. Did you ever read that "Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus" thing? No. There's a, I, I didn't either, but I listened to the book on tape. <laughs> and uh, 
And the guy, because I was taking a road trip, and the guy said that women are like waves. They cra- they rise and fall, and men are like rubber bands. They back away, and then they snap forward. So you've probably... Also, they're everywhere, and you can always find a new one. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. I'm, so sorry. I, 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 I'm just happy as a podcast producer because like, oh, there's an edit point. We can pretend the show ended there. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the middle of an interview. Tiffany, how how old were you when you? Or how old were you guys when you first started dating? Uh, we were 16, and now we're 24. Whoa. How, how old were you guys when you moved in together? Um, in 19, 19. Okay, in 19, 19. No, uh, uh, no, I got it. I'm sorry. That was me being... I was trying to think of it. Uh, no, you got 19 it. 19 years old. You're great. I, I would like to be your friend. Um, <laughs> I, uh, we, we change... Uh, I would say, no matter what happens, we all change so much from 16 to 24. We turn into different people. We become different people. So no matter what happened, there, there are no heroes or villains. As Dan told me once, there's no good or bad in love. There's just honest and dishonest. So let's get him up here. <laughs> Can we do that? Can he, oh, he doesn't want to come up here? I'm so sorry. Is he willing to come up or is he... No, uh, don't, okay. make no, don't make him. Okay, no, don't make him. No. I mean, come up if you want to come up. Don't have me telling you to do things I don't care <laughs> Men are like... We get invites to your imaginary wedding. Rubber bands. <laughs> men, men pull back when they feel like there's a risk of them being uh, emasculated or confined, constricted. Men, men have this like tendency, according to this book... I'll trust this guy. He sounds like he's eating a ton of pussy. <laughs> if, you, if you ever heard his voice on tape... <laughs> He just sounds the most masculine guy in the world. Uh, the, he, he, but, but, but he says something that kind of resonated with me. It was like, yeah, women go up and down. What's the most frequent conversation? What's the most frequent ending to every argument that men and women have? Uh, it's, uh, I didn't want, with well, a woman saying, I didn't want you to do anything about it. I just wanted you to, like, support me. And the man going, I don't Listen, understand what the fuck you're talking about. Wasn't you with the door to her? Yeah, well, that's a, look. Uh. We welcome you back on behalf of all the ladies. I, I, I told her, I told her, Miriam, you've been together eight years. That was before the 16 thing. That, 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 that you, have, you adjust for inflation there. Six, six, 16 to 20 doesn't count, but, but that doesn't mean that your relationship doesn't count. That's still a four-year relationship. I, uh, don't, I'm not good at math. Uh, I, I, I have never gone more than three years. And at the end of three years, like, like, like if a relationship to last a certain length, like there's a, I'm a behaviorist, not a, uh, uh, I, I think that if people are together, then it says that they want to be together. And if in that relationship they're fighting, then it says that both of them are are kind of a, like committing to this like opera where you fight, and that's the definition of relationship. And and like if you if he's going like nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down to my boxers and like disappear and hide in a closet and play on my laptop and do God knows what, and you're going like I don't I just want you know like, I I say. Uh, take your hands off the wheel and if the car goes in the ditch you're not going to die because it's not a car it's a relationship <laughs> I I would say 
Okay. Good that's, analogy. That's my advice to everyone here for every problem that you have. I guess we could. Yeah. I would say I would say no matter what, and I, and I hope this isn't a catalyst for like a like a big conversation you have. We're gonna have a huge fight. You just I know, I know, carefully. but I, I just I just want to say that like it, we our culture values love and commitment so much, and that's important. But like no matter what happens, that means something that you guys were together for so long. That's meaningful, and like I I, I had early relationships, and I that. With non-geniuses, <laughs> those 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 relationships that you have are important. And if something was to happen and you guys were to go on different paths, it doesn't negate what you had already, and you could still love each other even if you want different things. I mean, you may call him from time to time, just ask him if he wants to Jesus fuck you with Christ, the drawing she's room. telling you to break up with him. Like, like, right in front of him. I, this is why women drive me nuts. We're done. Am I, what, I'm siding with the guy because he's a guy? I hate myself. I, no, it's fine. There's no, there's no, there's no side. Tiffany, I will say you are in for a world of shit when you go back to your seat. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Best All right, of luck. Well, thank Tiffany for, for Tiffany. ruining your relationship for us. For our paltry. Ooh, this is a good question. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't commit any crimes just now that, that that numerous reality shows don't commit. Like there was that reality show that basically murdered Corey Haim just for like, you know, like, like, no, hey, I, don't, I don't think so. Hilarious if you were on drugs in the house. I don't, like, I want don't, more I drugs? Don't. And he's dead. And they're like, well, I guess that show's canceled. No, I, I don't, I don't want anyone to to break up. I, I just, uh, I want people to not feel guilty for their paths changing or to uh, not value their previous relationships. Right, but like, she did, her question wasn't, and I don't want to fight with you, but again, but her question wasn't, uh, what do I do about the fact that but our But there's a reason changed. why you ask a question. Like, if I put in, like... Well, I I'm fucking not hate you so much. <laughs> I just, like, I just will have it out in the car. <laughs> wow, um, I, tur- I turned into a... Like a uh, it was, yeah, yeah. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Dan no, Harmon, no uh, relationship expert. How do I get out of the friend zone? How do oh, I? Uh, <laughs> you get out of the friend zone? Uh, I, I run it into the ground. Fucking like, 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 like. Tell her. I'm assuming this is a dude. <laughs> There, there is such a thing yeah, as a girl a... that ends up in the friend zone, but... Uh. There's, there's wispy mustache sweat on this, so I believe it is. <laughs> I believe it is a dude. There is, there is a... Yeah, half or a every once in a while, a canvas wants to know how to treat a paintbrush, but yeah, it's probably a guy uh, asking how to get out of the friend zone. Well, uh, it happens. Right. Sometimes you paint by going like this with an easel. friend zone you you already know the answer to that question you 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 tell her how you feel because she 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 will she will run like you're a fucking atom bomb like like like, like you you and uh, and be honest with yourself about whether you can stand hanging out with her when sex is off the table it's, it's I, I the friend the friend zone thing is like a sticking point with me because me. i i Sorry. had that issue with you Mm-hmm. Oh, you, that's what you said. You and I were in the... Fr- yeah, I, 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 fuck, I, wanted, I, I wanted to die. <laughs> I, t- I thinly tolerated it, but I, sa- I said to you, I demanded to know what this really meant, this platonic relationship. Did it mean that you had other irons in the fire? Is that what that means? Does you and me... Mm-hmm. Hang- the idea that you not being, not being ready for a relationship, does that mean that... Um, 
that you're not ready for a relationship with like seven dudes at the same time? <laughs> or does that mean that you really like me? Uh, but I, I, the, the, that's not really the point because it's uh, her, how she responds there, is up to her. But there are reasons, right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a normal uh, shitty girl situation. There were, there were reasons behind it. The thing, with it the, the, the thing that a guy has to do to protect himself from that is to, is to always just like as, as uncharismatic as like it, 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 you, we, we're encouraged as guys. We go, women always call us liars they always go like, oh, guys are pigs, you're, you're, you're liars and all this stuff. Like guys are, we, we are pigs, dogs, whatever that animal, whatever animal metaphor you want to use, but we're simple. We are capable of just being honest and blunt about what it is we want. And we kind of like get trained over time, probably justifiably, to have a little bit of <laughs> grace about it. Uh, and, and, but that can slide into lying uh, and deceiving and like playing some weird game. And then on the other side, there are honest women who will, who, who are f cool with that and will, will say to guys like, I think you might, I, you say you want to be platonic friends, but I, I feel like this is more than that. I just want to make sure you understand, right? Okay, and communication works. But then there are as many dishonest women as there are dishonest men. And so what happens is there's a guy on one side going like, I'm in for the long con. I'm going to sneak in the back door. She's with Richard right now, but I'm there when she cries. I got her umbrella. <laughs> I love umbrellas. <laughs> to put under her eyes for her cheeks? Something like that. Jerry. Uh, who's this talking to me? <laughs> is it it's God? Uh, this is God, Jerry. Oh, God. Uh, uh, to keep it down, will you? Jerry, Jerry, I want to talk to you. Uh, I'm just talking to myself, the audience. Uh, Shakespearean character kind of like, sometimes they talk outward to share their thoughts and feelings. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's not necessarily an invitation to a fucking full dialogue. <laughs> I'm just a guy trying to get Jerry, laid. Jerry, first of all, I love your burlap pants. <laughs> Second of all, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, everybody, women and men, go through different stages of insecurity. Oh, God. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you make such an exciting world? <laughs> you... you same god that invented flamingos? <laughs> yeah. You're just dragging me down. Oh, yeah, that was me. I was in a good mood. I created the flamingo and the uh, platypus. Can you, what can I do to get you back in that mood? <laughs> I, Looking look, for Jerry, more of a flamingo a god, less of a Judd Hirsch from Taxi God. <laughs> Don't wanna... Jerry, I talked to very few people. You're wasting your god time. <laughs> Point taken. Finish up. <laughs> Jerry, uh, women and men, when they're first starting to date, are sometimes insecure. So I think that sometimes nice guys, when they're younger, when they're teenagers and are in their early 20s, and they approach women, they're like, I just want to be friends. It's hard when you're insecure to accept that somebody likes you. So then when women get older, that insecurity thing kind of uh, changes a little bit. So with that friend thing, like maybe sh it's it's more about her than it is about you, and you should you should probably go bark up a different tree what, wait, or become I, a rock star. All right. Well, are you saying like take your god mask off, Aaron? Uh, <laughs> oh, it was me the whole time. Oh, uh, it was me, Dan, the whole time. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, no, I'm no. That I, you're my, saying that some of there's, there's situations where My guess this friend zone person, if, if the friend zone person, if you're comfortable, if you could just scream out your age really quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the, if, oh, the guy who, well, yeah, he doesn't want to, he doesn't, he's 
sitting with the chick that he's in the friend zone with. <laughs> she thinks that he's awesome. And she's like, he's thank awesome. you so much for giving me a ride to Alex's house. I appreciate he's it. He's three years into a nine-year jackpot. I'm just saying, like, I was... He's I, not fucking up for us. He's not like Tiffany and, 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 and Zorro, whoever I'm, she I'm was. speaking uh, a Zorro. <laughs> well, I assume he's Zorro. He fucking gets away with murder with her. We don't. We need the friend zone. Don't don't get in it. That's the only advice we can give. It's like saying, "How do I get out of quicksand?" You can't. Well, I, you're, you're I just want to. I just want to say uh, it's don't, more. Don't uh, ever. When you see it, step around it. I would say. I would say Wear across snowshoes. the board. I would say across the board, and I think ladies will agree with me. If your intentions are romantic, fucking own that. Don't be like, "Hey, like, yeah, this isn't a date." I mean, if if I can just drive you to coffee or whatever, and then all of a sudden uh, say like, "By the way, I want to look at your pussy," like that. <laughs> That's the worst. That's the dishonest. Is that if you, if you, my friends are like shaking their heads. So don't do that. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you're interested in somebody, first look, look Jerry in the mirror and say, Jerry, you're cool because you're smart. You made these burlap pants. No one wears burlap pants. And then when you see a girl that you like, uh, go up to her. Hey, hey, uh, what's your name? Uh, my name is Angela. Uh, Hey, Angela, I think you're real beautiful. If I could uh, buy you a drink sometime, I would love that. Oh, thank you. Don't do... It doesn't always work. Um, but it's it's more likely to get you uh, laid than the alternative, which is like, hey, hey, my name is Jerry. Uh, wh- wh- what's your name? Angela? Cool, cool. Um, do- doing a bringer stand-up show. Uh, a lot of friends are coming. <laughs> it's not a date. <laughs> not a date. <laughs> yeah, if you want to come, that'd be great. Uh, I'll be Facebooking you later. <laughs> cool. So we agree on something. I agree. Yeah, ask women out. Like, yeah. Like, that's a great way to avoid. Like, ask them out to dinner. Uh, 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 say, uh, let's watch Breaking Bad together. I don't like. Tell them basically. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in you. I, I that's where. Well, I, and that's I, what uh, that's what you did. I, yeah, I, 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 well, I, first I said platonic drinks. I did that once. That's my limit. Uh, I said, hey, platonic drinks, right? Yep. Okay. How can you turn that down? Because you, you'd be a monster. That's my bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> That's the friend zone working for you. <laughs> then, after platonic drinks, you go, guess what? Someone's interested in something a little bit more heffy. <laughs> and then they, they tell you yes or no. The difficult thing is not being afraid of the no. That's the horrible thing, because you feel like if they say no, then your balls fall off. <laughs> and a fish hook grabs you, and you, you're, you're, you, it turns out you lived in a pond your whole life, and that someone gets to eat you if women don't like you. All right, we're going to do a welcome to the rapid fire round. We're, uh, this is the all part right. of Hermantown. All, all of my answers will be three words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should I put on music? <laughs> N- no. Because <laughs> <laughs> you will press a button and it'll be a velociraptor. Are you sure? Well, maybe just a little... All right, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, what is true love? <laughs> You don't have to limit yourself. I, uh, I'll, I'll have my hand up. Dying for another. All right. How do I know it? How do I know it's love? You died, <laughs> sir. <laughs> my my Kevin. wife. My wife isn't a redhead. What should I do? <laughs> Show her Clairol. <laughs> 
All right. What's too gross of an age difference when the lady's older? I, lady in parentheses, am 31. Seven. <laughs> Wait. But. Okay. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it had to be a minimum of three. I, I said, Mac. Uh, uh, what are your views on masturbation uh, of the, in, in parentheses, of the sexual and artistic kind? And then an asterisk and its effect on romantic relationships. <laughs> I, I do it constantly. Thank you, everybody. Uh, this has been Harmontel. Let's Thank hear it for Dan If you, if you guys want to talk to me, I'll be... Uh, oh, shit. I want to thank people. You're playing the thing. Here we go. Let's play it. I want to thank some people that are involved in the show now that we're actually podcasting it. Motherfucker. Also, if you want to... If you want to talk, I'll, I'll, I'll take a little break, but I'm, I'll be hovering around here if you want to like uh, talk to me. I don't want to be presumptuous about that. I don't <laughs> pretend that anyone wants to talk to me. Guys, it really means a lot to him, so please come up and talk to him. I want to <laughs> thank you for coming to a Harmon Town Town meeting. We'll do another one next week now that we're weekly, but I want to thank Katie Levine for doing the audio recording here on site. Zach McKeever for uh, doing all things technical, making sure we don't pop and whistle and everything audio related. Emily Gordon, who I don't think is here, but she's the producer of the live show. It's her idea to do this in the first place. Danielle Kramer, the uh, program director, and Mo Fathobab. God damn it, Mo. Did I get that right? Fathobab? It's Egyptian. Mo Fathobab is the on-site director, and Daniel Kramer is the program director. Uh, Dustin Marshall is our pro- uh, podcast producer. He makes sure, He's in charge of making sure we get on the air for you. And I also am going to give a very special thanks to Jenny Fine, who made our uh, 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 Harmontown winning logo for the Harmontown podcast. Thank you, Jenny. Uh... Thank you Justin so much Marshall for, uh, and Dustin that? Marshall. I thank Dustin Marshall. All right. I'm going to fucking break up with you as soon as the show's over. Uh, uh, thank you for coming. No one's thanks. amused by that anger. Uh, it's always been funny to me. I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, thank you I so much. I love you, Dan. Dan, I love you. I love you, too. Uh, thank you for coming to our Valentine's edition of Harmontown. Uh, I'll see you next week. government it is the mission of the national security agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security <laughs> the nsa has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary tapped incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the nsa now on feralaudio.com hello beautiful i'm amy Arrett, founder of madison reed a hair color company i named after my daughter one of the things i value most in life is time Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. 
Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.